Welcome Digital Difference Makers. Today with me, I have Talmadge Spicer, a mindset coach. Welcome Talmadge. Thank you for having me. So thanks for coming on, man. And for the people that don't know you yet, could you give a quick intro into who you are and what you do? For sure. I, like you said, I am a mindset coach and I'm on a mission to inspire and empower 1 trillion people to live a life by design instead of by default. And the key that I found to a designer lifestyle is self-confidence, which I think is a result of building a deep, meaningful relationship with yourself. So I, I support people in going deep, knowing themselves inside and out so that they can have the confidence to jump out of that comfort zone with the trust, the type of optimism that you, know, you believe that things are gonna fall together in your favor if you start taking steps towards what is calling you. Awesome, man. How, how'd you get started? Ooh, I got started. I started coaching in 2014. And I, I was coming off of college. I was coming out of college with $150,000 in student loan debt, right? And I couldn't pay it. I couldn't pay it. You know, they gave me a hardship program offer, which was $4,000. And I, I didn't have $4,000. And I got to thinking about, you know, working my fingers to the bone for the rest of my life, the next 40 years, not being able to pay back this debt working to pay back the debt and then still dying in debt just didn't make sense to me. So uh, I got uh, interested in entrepreneurship because of the uncapped earning potential. I thought I saw it as a way out to help pay back my debt and to get my grandmother off the hook. She co-signed on the loans for me. So uh, I jumped in with both feet, not knowing how much of a transformation needed to take place, right? I, I come from an uh, employment background like a lot of us do where it's more about doing, right? You show up, you clock in, you do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, clock out, go home. Entrepreneurship, I learned the hard way, is more about being, right? You, you, you have to be disciplined, you have to be positive, you have to be you know, optimistic, all of these things, it's, it's more about your character, right? So learning the hard way that I, I had to actually gut everything out and you know, create a whole new identity for myself was really tough and difficult. And it brought me through a very deep, dark time in my life, a, a depression where I was considering suicide and a whole slew of different things and realized that I needed a purpose for my life. And uh, that paired with the new reality, the new ability that I found that I had to see the best parts of people, bring it out and give it back to them in the way that they feel more empowered and they can use you know, my advice or our, our experience together to become more successful, just made it a no brainer to, to become a coach when I found out coaching was a thing. Uh, I hired my first coach. They were charging me $10,000 at the time. I did not have $10,000, but they were able to work with me, you know, meet me where I was and create a payment plan for me. I ended up investing my rent money and it's the best thing I've ever done because not only did they help me work through my own limiting beliefs that I didn't know were relaying dormant in my subconscious mind, but I got to see firsthand, right, how a coaching business was run. And I started getting my first clients. And this is definitely the most meaningful thing that I could be doing with my life. And I'm super excited to be on this journey. Yeah, I like that, man. I mean, I, I went through a similar thing. Like when I first started, you know, it was like a friend and I started doing these drop shipping stores and we were getting in e-commerce. And it was like both of our backgrounds from school and, and upbringing, we were kind of used to being able to 
cruise and expected it to be pretty easy. And yeah, I, I completely agree. I think once you start getting into business, you realize how much of it is also a personal transformation. You kind of got to like, you, you have to change and, and you have to be like super aware and present of like all the things that are going on. Cause it's, there's just so much yeah. there that isn't just, you know, fill in this, fill in this box and regurgitate this information and you'll be good. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's not about that. So I like that a lot. Yeah. And then we, when you did start becoming a coach, were you, were you always in mindset or did you start off anywhere else or? Well, I, I started, I started back in 2014. I was uh, in sales. Right. So I was in a sales organization and I ended up becoming a sales manager on paper. It was my own business. Right. I, I went out to I moved from Jersey to Idaho to run my own market. I oversaw three stores and I was working with about 20, 25 people at a time. Right. And, and people would come to me and they, they wouldn't believe in their ability to sell. Right. If you've been in sales, self-confidence is obviously a big part of being able to sell. Right. So my job was to get them confident enough to go into the stores, make a friend, build a connection and ultimately make a sale and being successful at that. You know, we were bringing in like twenty thousand dollars a week overall for the company. Um, I just found like that to be really exciting that I could do that and really meaningful because not only are they making money, but they are also having an elevated self-identity. Right. So it was mindset, but I didn't know it was mindset, right? It was it was sales. Yeah, okay. I was selling them on themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, and and so much of his mindset, I I completely agree. It's like you gotta been able to start showing up and speaking with conviction, and for a lot of people as well, like getting rid of a lot of like early on like weird beliefs around money and selling that like you kind of oh selling is gross and it's like you kind of yeah. have to change that perspective right 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 yep and selling is gross you know when you don't have the right mindset right when people are desperate when people are willing to lie and manipulate and all that stuff but when you're doing it right when your heart is in the right place selling a service yeah 100 i i agree so then what about now man like what what kind of mindset work are you doing with people? Are you still, I'm sure there's still an element of helping people with sales, but has that sort of expanded now? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a complete life uh, transformation. I've been working with different creatives, actors, singers, comedians, all that stuff. And I'm excited to work with entrepreneurs and specifically other coaches because I have specific steps that you can take. I can add the strategy part of the, the, uh, the process as well as the mindset, which I think is the full, you know, the full scope of things where you have 20% strategy, 80% mindset, but the 80% is good and very applicable, applicable to, you know, other areas, right? Or people in other industries, rather. Uh, I, I have multiple different programs and, and uh, online courses that focus on many specific things, but overall, right, my program, my number one program that I actually developed is called GIST. So you get the gist is G-Y-S-T, it stands for get your shine together, right? And it's a program designed to take anybody that's living 
dormant, right? Living a suppressed life. They're hesitating, they're procrastinating. They're unclear on where they wanna head in their life. And it's designed to take them to a place of full expression, showing up as powerfully as they possibly can, showing up uh, consistently as they possibly can, and ultimately live in that designer lifestyle. And the three steps that we use to get there are first, clarity. We're focusing on clarity, not only what you need to do, the, the tangible strategy, but who you get to be, right, in order to live that lifestyle. Uh, I see a lot of us, what we do is we have this idea of a higher self or like a future self, right, where one day I'll be that person doing that thing or my higher self says that I should be, I should look the other way, but I'm not my higher self. And, and the problem isn't that we have an idea of a better version of ourselves or a future version of ourselves. The problem is that we separate ourselves from it, right? So what I do is I, I help people integrate that vision into the present, into the now. You heard of fake it till you make it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I prefer be it till you see it, right? Mm. Which takes me into the second part, which is consistency. So you get to be that person consistently day in and day out and also take the actions and the strategy that's gonna produce the results that you want. And what I find is that that third step is kind of a consequence of the first two, right? First, you get clear on what you need to do, who you need to be. Second, you're taking action towards that goal. And by doing that, you're creating evidence for why you are that person, which gives you the confidence, which is the last step, clarity, consistency, confidence to, to live a designer lifestyle. Right. So what was, what was the third? Sorry. Was it consequence? Confidence. confidence. confidence right? Yeah. 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 Uh, underneath yeah. confidence, what I think hides under confidence, which is really a big part is really just courage, right? Courage to, to take that step because the truth is we don't know. We we're. I, I think there's a, a big message out there that says you should just believe in yourself, you know, despite what evidence you've seen, despite how many failures you've had. And yes, that's true. But instead of just blindly believing in yourself, instead of just faking it, right? And acting like you don't have these experiences, these feelings, these doubts and stuff like that, focus on courage because courage is acting despite, taking the action despite all of those things, those feelings and those doubts. And eventually it will turn into courage. Yeah, because I mean, like I there's so many people to get confidence. It's like they have to be competent, but you can't get confident in something that you've, never done before so it's kind of like that you have to be courageous enough to be like i'm gonna be shit at this for yeah. a while but that's okay because <laughs> that's how right. i'm gonna get good at it I'm, I'm gonna accept that i can be bad at it until i'm gonna be good at it and then you know it starts happening so I, you know I, I see so many people that just don't start the stuff that could be the most impactful because they're not great at it right away you know, I think mm -hmm. that's a, I think that's a real shame for some of the people that are really good at like their area of expertise, especially like coaches. And mm -hmm. then it's like, just, oh, I don't understand social media, so I'm, I'm not going to touch it. But it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> like just suck yeah. at it for a little bit, like give it a couple of months and it, you just go up exponentially in that first two months if you really give it a crack and when you first bring people on, like where, where are they typically having trouble? Like, are they, do you find that people are less, the clarity is, is typically the thing that they're the worst at, or is it like 
the courageous side. Like they typically do know kind of what they want to do, but they just don't have the like the courageousness to jump in. I get I get a pretty good mix, right? Some people know exactly what they want to do. Other people are just like, I'm in the dark, like I'm doing 15 different things. When when I see that, it's typically around where can I make some money? It's not really around, you know, what am I passionate about? Um, but yeah, I, I think that the bigger challenge is not having any clarity without that first step, like consistency, what are you consistently doing? If you don't have a target, one of the things, one of the ideas that bounces around in my head is that you can't hit a target that you don't have, right? So I, I get that often. And those people, those people, it's hard to, uh, it's, it's hard to find alignment in the coaching space, right? Because it's like, why would I hire a coach if I don't know what I'm being coached to? I just need a general Clarity. Why would I invest? Coaches aren't are not a, a cheap expense. It's a luxury for a lot of people, right? So we we have to start with a a smaller program to try to give you some some clarity around a direction that you want to head in, and then it, it's a lot better. It's a lot easier to move into a coaching relationship. But I do get a lot of people like that. But it's in between the two. It's it you know. It's a battle between lack of clarity or lack of consistency. A lot of people also need somebody to just hold them accountable to the plan, stick to the script, and uh, and you yeah, shift the mindset because a lot of procrastination just comes from a lack of self belief too. Well, that that leads really well into what I was about to just ask you. So, what what would you say is like one of the biggest mindset blocks that? is out there at the moment like what, what's the one thing that's kind of like a belief that a lot of people are saying to themselves that you know maybe they don't even realize they're saying to themselves i think and i think that's a phenomenal question i think one one belief that could kind of knock out all of the beliefs at once is that i've never seen it therefore i can't have it right i've never done it so i can't do it mm-hmm I think that's that's the the one, so and, and it shows up and it manifests differently in each person. But I think ultimately, it's like I've never done this, so I don't truly believe that I can. And and how do you overcome that? We just got to do it. That's, that's the only way. I just got to get. I have to get you to break it down into smaller pieces. Take small steps. Get small wins, and don't overwhelm yourself with the bigger picture. Right. We got to keep the bigger picture in mind, but don't think that you need to eat the whole cake in one bite. Right. They say there's only one way to eat an elephant piece by piece. Right. So I need yeah. to break it down into smaller chunks, get smaller wins. And then look, see, you are capable. And then you get a little bit more confident. And it's a practice. So we, we just take it bit by bit. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, and for yourself, like what's. What's the plan for business like do you have like a goal in mind that you're looking to you know you're trying to shift anything around mindset for the world or like yeah because this is a big hairy goal that you said at the start and that's the amount of people that you want to help so what do you, what's your vision oh yeah a trillion people man a trillion people there aren't even a trillion people on the planet <laughs> right yeah, now right so <laughs> yeah, how does it, how does that happen like what's how, how do you well, reach a trillion people well, I'm not going to do it by myself. That's for one, right? So my vision is to create the Uncle Sonny project. My, my company 
is, is a collaboration and coalition of coaches and consultants, right? And I'm going to attack my goal in an each one reach one type of way, right? So the interaction that I have with you is then it becomes contagious. So anybody that you interact with, your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your friends, your, your parents, you know, you get to start to share who you are with these people and, you know, you spread this idea, spread this idea that your know, self-love is the key right? Self-love is the answer. And even with that, we probably would max out at several billion people, right? There's only 7 billion people on earth. So we're talking about generations to come when we say trillions of people, right? So this is an idea that gets to spread far and wide and doesn't die when I do. And, and how do you set that up? So like this coalition that you're, that you're talking about now, like what's, how do you keep that going? for generations like what's your plan one conversation at a time bro just you know i'm showing up just showing up in front of as many people as i possibly can i'm writing books i'm creating content on social media right now i'm currently impacting over eighty thousand people across all the platforms um, so i'm looking to grow my audience on social media uh, I'm looking to travel all over the world and speak to as many people as I possibly can. Obviously, get people into coaching programs and work intimately with, with more people and making transformations in their lives and just focusing in on, on what I can control because the things that I, I support people in doing, the actions that I support people in doing are the same ones that I get to take in my life, right? And when I realized that bit by bit is the answer, there is no upper limit. So I could say a trillion, if I knew what was bigger than a trillion, I would have said that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I th think it's powerful. I think that's um, important to note for like anyone listening, like you have, mm -hmm. how massive is a goal like that? And it's just, just taking it from like, what is, what you can currently do right mm -hmm. now towards that like particularly when someone has like a goal that is much much longer like a longer game kind of thing mm -hmm. i find that whole concept very interesting like someone that's looking to do something generationally like yourself as opposed mm -hmm. to like a lot of people that are kind of stuck in that like a, a goal that they think is really big but it's really just like a a 12 year goal kind of right. thing. Uh, it's interesting. Like we've got a client at the moment, she works, she's a mindset coach as well. Mm -hmm. And it, it's funny as she puts stuff out, how overwhelming it can be. If she says like, even people coming up with a 12 month goal, like mm -hmm. a lot of people come to her and like say how overwhelmed they are thinking about that kind of thing. So I like that in itself to me, is like mm -hmm. a massive mindset shift to be able mm -hmm. to like look at like a really longer time span and be super comfortable with like the role that you want to play and commit right. to that kind of goal. Like that's scary for a lot of people, man. Yeah, super scary, super scary. But the thing for me is that uh, I realized some time ago that the bigger your why is, the harder it is to give up on it, right? When you realize that, you know, it's not just a, a, a number that you pull out the air. I mean, kind of, you want to dream big, right? Dream as big as you possibly can. So there's that aspect to it. But also there's a trillion people that actually need you, right? There's a trillion people that are like suffering, right? Not right now, there's only 7 billion people, 
but there there will be right there are now and there will be people that that need this this energy this this uh mindset so it, it becomes less about you less about you know my ego and my pockets and all that stuff and it becomes more like a purpose in your life right i was talking to my mom yesterday and she's like well you know entrepreneurship is hard and you know the money isn't consistent why don't you just get a job and i'm like that's is offensive to somebody that's been in it that's been blood sweat and tears as an entrepreneur and really identifies with being a coach like i'm not doing coaching i'm i am a coach it's who i am right so to ask me to do something other than that is is deeply offensive it, it, it triggers you in a different place and i realized in that conversation that you know through my dark period considering suicide i realized that i needed a bigger reason than $150,000 to to go through with this entrepreneurship stuff like it was a large number to me at the time but it wasn't big enough to to go through the the stress and strife of being an entrepreneur i needed a bigger reason and so i created one and i I stayed, I stayed on earth, right? So I, I realized in that conversation with my mom yesterday that if I'm not coaching and I don't wanna be here, right? I don't have a person purpose for being here really. This, it gives me life, it gives me meaning, it gives me purpose, I'm excited, I'm helping people, I'm making money, all of the things. If I can't have it, then I don't want nothing. It's all or nothing, I'm all in. Can be really triggering. I remember when yeah, I, I was first starting out and yeah, even the six months in, I was seeing progress, but it wasn't necessarily uh, super, super consistent. And I remember my dad saying, like, saying, telling me I should maybe go back to university, get a degree and then come back. People would maybe want to hire you more if you had a degree. And I was like, yeah, it, it was, it, it's, it's, it's people that have, like your best interests and it's like it's kind of like you know that you've got to put that aside but I, I felt that you know I felt that super triggering and just like I haven't I've never been asked for, <laughs> for a degree I've, I've never right. been asked no one cares about no that you know they yeah I completely agree that it's like the it is who you are that they're buying into mm -hmm. people get a feeling like mm -hmm. when they jump onto even just Zoom, you know, they see you in person, wherever it is, there's a sense that someone gets of like, whether or not you're the person for them. All the other mm -hmm. staff, like, yeah, I obviously I'm a big fan of marketing, being a marketing coach, but like there's all the other, all those tactical things around it. At the end of the day, there's someone else doing something else mm -hmm. like that, essentially. So like they're buying in to you at the end of the day. So like it has has to be like uh there has to be like an identity there around like i'm a coach not like i'm doing coaching and when i'm making ten thousand dollars a month i'll i'll really feel like i'm doing this because like you don't believe you're there yet so why would someone buy into that like you don't have that again like that uh, i like the bit before you see it um mm -hmm. or be it before you say it or be it then you'll see it be it till you see it. Be it till you see it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Now, for yourself, like the work that you are doing now, obviously there is a much longer goal there. What's mm -hmm. the impact 
that you want to have. I was going to say 15, 20 years, but you're playing a much longer game. So I'm not going to put that restriction on you. What, right. what is like the, obviously helping people with mindset, is there a particular thing that you're looking to change or make a difference in the world? Here, here's my secret, bro. So I, I talk about, I talk about uh, living a designer lifestyle. So some people, they want the freedom. They want to travel the world. They want the mansions. They want the cars. They want the money and all that stuff. And I'm one of those people. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that, you know, if it's on this earth, then why not? Right. I, I'll tap into that. Uh, but underneath that is, like I said, the confidence, the confidence to go get it, to create the life that you want, whether it's the mansions or all that stuff, or it's something else, have the confidence. But what's underneath that is love. That's the secret. That's why I really got started was because I needed to teach the world what love is. My first mission or my first calling came to me and said, you're the reason why the world believes in itself again. Right. And that is a, a result of loving yourself, knowing yourself, being comfortable with yourself, trusting yourself um, and all of the things unconditionally. And I, I created a movement. It's called Love, Love. Right. And I'll say it all the time. Like I'll say it before we get off of this call. Love, love stands for love yourself so that you may love the world. Right. Because then that's the second layer. Once you love, once you learn to love yourself unconditionally, it becomes easier to now love the world around you. It's easier to, to get rid of judgment and insecurity around who's going to do this, who's going to take from me there, who's going to do this and that. Because we get to put our faith in like a higher power, a higher order. There's things that we cannot control. There's things that we cannot see. And I think that it diminishes our quality of life to constantly be anxious, constantly feel like we need to control things that we cannot control, right? So I put my faith in this idea of love, first loving myself, loving the world around me. Things are going to go however they're going to go. But ultimately, I believe that I'm going to get to where I'm destined, my destination, right? And I think it's that idea that will positively change the world for a lot of people. It's just how you communicate it needs to be, uh, you know, as somebody that's in marketing, and I went to school for marketing as well, you kind of have to mix, you have to, well, Jay-Z, do you know Jay-Z? You know Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay-Z said, he was talking about Kanye, right? Because Kanye was going off and he's saying things, he's really blunt, right? Jay-Z was like, you kind of have to mix the medicine in with the dog food. So if I have to say, hey, you can have you can have that mansion that you want. And they're like, OK, we can get the mansion. I want the mansion. How do I get it? Self-love. Self-love is the key to everything that you want, the relationship that you want, the job, the money, the designer lifestyle. It's not the it's not the marketing message, though. You know, mm -hmm. so that, yeah. that's the secret. That's not that's not something that a lot of people get to hear me say. No, and I, and I, from the, again, from like the marketing point of view, I'm like, I completely agree. Like there's a lot of coaches that I work with and they're, um, they'll be dealing with intangible things. And it's like, yeah, we, we need to transition the, the message into the, the tangible, the thing that like is front of mind for them, you know, the mansion. And, th and yeah. then we get to 
yeah, deliver the medicine or deliver what they need. Cause like, that's just how a lot of people are, are wired, you know, and even, you know, for a lot of people, they don't get that yet. So they don't even know they want it. They're like, mm -hmm. they don't, they're not completely aware that that's the problem yet. I think that's like, that's a huge like marketing step for a lot of people when they get to make that. But just in terms of the actual message, and I saw someone post something the other day and, and I've heard it a few times, but I really like it that you know, how we treat ourselves is how we teach other people to treat us, you know, mm -hmm. how we teach the world to treat us. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, if you love yourself, you know, and you're, you can't, you just kind of can't be affected by a lot of mm -hmm. other things going on in the world. Like you're not um, influenced by things that just happen. Like there's no like hack to be, to getting rid of all of those other things. It's just being sound with yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 So, and what's coming up for me, there's something actually coming up because in regards to people wanting a mansion, like we get that. We understand that, yeah, some people want a luxurious life, but I think what's under that is more people uh, just want to stop hurting, right? A lot of people are just in pain and they don't care about the mansion. They just don't want to hurt anymore, right? They don't want to struggle anymore, but they, they focus on not struggling and that creates more struggle because where you focus your attention right grows and expands so you're constantly telling telling yourself i'm in pain i'm struggling I need to stop struggling stop struggling stop struggling and your brain your subconscious mind is just saying i'm struggling i'm struggling i'm struggling and the words you speak are the house you live in so they create more of the same without having that vision that's why that clarity part is super important you know shift the focus you know and get out of that pain. But the marketing message would probably be even more effective if you said, hey, this isn't how you get rich. This is how you stop being broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot more people <laughs> that, are, that are broke that are just worrying about getting out of that. I mean, it's, I've read a book um, all about Buddhism a little while ago, and that was talked all about like that craving, like being aware of like what we're trying to grab all time. I don't know, like what came up for me when you were saying that was like, I think a lot of people focus on like wanting to be happy all the time, like want to be, you know, I think happy is a big one. I think there's a lot of other things about like, need to be excited, need to be motivated, like all these like emotional kind mm -hmm. of things. And it's like that craving to be that all the time is the exact yeah. reason like you're not that all yeah. the time. Like <laughs> the pushing I think they it away. Said, what they said, the pursuit of happiness is misery. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. and I just, I think that like in itself is, is a massive thing for people. Like when it's not like you're trying to just stop chasing things, <laughs> like, which is a hard concept for people to grasp when they've got like a, a big goal in mind. But it's like, you don't have to like chase that thing. You just have to be doing the stuff yeah. now. You're doing the yeah. stuff now. That stuff just starts to happen and forge before you. But look, man, in terms of how anyone can get in contact with you after this, if they would like to have a chat with you or just consume your content, where can they do that? My coach, T-Spice on all the socials. My name is Talmud Spicer. 
Um, so that's how you can find me on Facebook, on Google, all of the things. Uh, the website is mycoachtspice.com. And that will, I'm on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere, really. LinkedIn, yeah, do the awesome. thing. Oh, um, I don't know if it's an appropriate time, but I'd like to give a freebie to everybody listening. Yeah, right absolutely. Now. Can. Yeah, go for it. Okay, perfect. So, you know, uh, uh, as we talked about in this this conversation, right, limiting beliefs is one of the biggest things stopping us from living that designer lifestyle. So the freebie is just 10 questions to start identifying. I think awareness is the first step to overcoming them and then creating that designer lifestyle. So I want to drop a link for a free PDF that will get you the 10 questions to start identifying and then eventually overcoming your limiting yeah, beliefs. Yeah. If, if you send that over to me, man, I'll drop that into the, um, I'll drop that into the show notes. Cause um, people won't see that in the chat, but yeah, I'll, um, I'll make sure that's in the show notes for anyone that would like to check out the 10 questions that they can get some more clarity around their limiting beliefs. But otherwise, man, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate you. And I appreciate the goal you have and everything you're doing. This was super fun, bro. Thanks for having me.